Well, it was concerning to see COVID cases up over a 1,000 last week, last Friday, when the numbers came out uh, early afternoon. Uh, they'd been sitting for a number of weeks, quite a while, at five, six, seven hundred cases being reported every week, but uh, up to over a thousand. I think it was a thousand and sixty-seven from memory uh, a week ago. So COVID's still with us, and I suppose as we head towards Christmas, people gathering together, functions, uh, parties, all the rest of it, the the risk of transmission remains very real. Professor Nicholas Burry, a chief public health officer here in South Australia. Uh, Professor, good morning. Good morning, Matthew. So it's still with us, obviously. Uh, we still as concerned. We don't seem to get the messages as, as regularly yeah. as we used to. Look, this virus is here to stay. It's not going to go away. And um, what we are expecting to see is um, waves. And so it's not unexpected that we have a wave now. And um, this is what happens when um, we get new viruses. And um, so this will continue into the future. The reason we're getting a wave now, and we've definitely got a wave, and I can't tell you the exact numbers, we'll be releasing those later today, but they're going to be going up. Mm. Um, and uh, I actually did a little bit of clinical work this week at Flinders Medical Centre, and we see um, people admitted with COVID, um, and it's still a very serious infection. But uh, anyway, the reason we will see um, waves, and we've got this one happening now, is because we have waning of our immunity. So when we've either had a COVID infection or we've had a vaccine, dose, um, over a period of time, the antibody levels in our body drop down. So it's very high when you've had your infection or you've had a vaccine, but over a period of time, that immunity wanes. But the really good thing is that we have memory in our T cells, in our other um, uh, uh, immune fighting cells, they have a memory of that virus. So if we get a booster that um, is really picked up and our antibody levels go up again. Um, So it's a, a, a natural phenomenon. To, to have another wave and we will continue um, over a period of time to have these sorts of waves every three to six months and eventually, and no one can tell you when, we should get some seasonality like we do with flu and we would be expecting as a respiratory virus it would happen in winter. Mm. Um, so anyway, the, the, the whole um, basis of this now is if that's the case, the best thing people can do to protect themselves uh, going into this wave is to think about having a booster vaccine. Um, Atagi put a state statement out um, uh, some months ago and it said um, that for people over the age of um, 75 but also for people over the age of 65, so those older people, that if you haven't had a, a COVID infection or a vaccine dose in the last six months, recommending a booster, particularly I would say for those um, people over the age of 75. Um, and at AHPPC this week, I was meeting with the other states, uh, chief health officers, and we were looking and seeing hardly anybody has taken that advice on. So we've got a lot of people in our um, community that are not well protected at the moment. Do you think there's a bit of fatigue in that? Is that why no one's taking it up? Well, I think it hasn't quite got into people's heads that this is going to be a bit like flu. And I was thinking this morning, how many flu vaccines have I had? Well, I don't know, 15, 20, because I have it every year. Um, but I don't think about the number of vaccine doses I've had. Whereas I think people with COVID go, oh, well, I've had three doses or I've had seven doses. I should be okay. But it's really now thinking about the waning of your immunity. Um, and if you're in those high risk categories, so you're an older person or you've got chronic health problems um, to get a booster, if if it's been a six-month period. Okay, so n- really, no matter who you are, uh, you, you'd probably suggest six months. Is that the... So if you're 40, for instance, and in good health, without any issues, or 30 or whatever, yeah. you should go and have a, a booster after every six months? 
No. So what a tag is recommending is that for um, people who don't who don't fall into those high risk categories, that the risk of COVID for those people is considered um, not uh, serious enough to require a booster. Okay. So it really is for those. And what a tag said was 75 and up. Really, you should be having it. You know, right. you've got to protect yourself. Yeah. 65 and up, consider it. And also, the people with chronic health problems um, should be uh, absolutely getting a booster as well. And that's of all ages. All right. Uh, Somebody K is asking, when can people in the non-vulnerable group get another booster? Um, so it's really looking at the ATAGI recommendations and um, considering how you would uh, fit into those. And I think for individuals who might be uh, like this caller, it would be good to go and have a conversation with your GP um, because there's no hard and fast rules, I guess. You know, I think it's about people thinking uh, about their own personal vulnerabilities and their own personal living situation. Mm. Uh, Sue at Christie's makes an interesting point. She says, well, I had no idea about reporting. I had it a few weeks ago, self-isolated, got better, didn't even occur to me to report it. So should people be reporting? It's not, is it compulsory? Um, so it's still a controlled notifiable condition. So any um, of the PCR tests that you have in the that go to the laboratory, the lab automatically sends those to okay. us, and that's what we report. However, it's fantastic if people do report a rapid antigen test, and we still have that portal open. And in fact, in South Australia, um, uh, more of our positives are coming through on rapid antigen tests still, uh, as opposed to PCRs. So um, we love it when people report, and also we feedback with an SMS, some important information that can help you with your recovery of the infection. All right. Linda says, I work in aged care, seven days off, uh, was told no COVID payment available because the government just treating it now as gastro or influenza. We have just had six residents clear from a little cluster at our aged care home. So what is the story with, with nursing aged care at the moment? Should people Is it compulsory for people to have their immunisations up to date? Um, so that now, as um, that uh, caller has said, is it is back treating it like a standard respiratory infection. So it's actually up to the organisations. Um, it's their responsibility to, to, to make those decisions rather than government or me saying it has to be done and signing off a, a public health direction. Um, so, for example, within SA Health, we still have a mandatory vaccine requirement for our staff who uh, work closely with patients. And um, it's actually more about protecting our staff, particularly, you know, it's, and you can see it now as we're going into a wave um, because our staff are at a higher risk of catching COVID and we need to be protecting our staff. Mm. So each aged care will have their own um, rules and uh, recommendations for their own um staff. But also uh, we are seeing, it's good to have pointed that out because we are seeing increased um, outbreak numbers in aged care. And I'm getting concerned because of course going into Christmas, people really want to go and visit their um, older relative. And uh, so think about um, how you could best protect them. Actually, best thing is to do, make sure they've had their booster. And again, um, I think it's been a bit disappointing to see how many residents in aged care have not had um, this six-month booster. All right. Uh, Kay asking, how often should a healthy person have the shot? Um, so, uh, as I said before, as per Atagi, um, not needing to have anything at the moment. Okay. Um, uh, but it's really, if you do have somebody in your family who's older or vulnerable, please make sure you support them to go and have a booster. All right. Jason has uh, called in with a question about where to get the vaccine. Jason, good morning. Yeah, hi there, everyone. Yeah. You're talking about people not getting their um, boosters. We inquired about our fifth booster one 
or several months ago. And my GP doesn't bother with it now. He says it's not been viable for him to stock it anymore. Look, it's really, yes. Yeah, it really is up to individual um, general practices, but there's many GPs that uh, do provide the vaccine and there's also uh, many pharmacists that provide the vaccine. It is readily available. Um, so uh, it is unfortunate and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, uh, it, I'm empathetic to, to what you're saying because it is nice to go and see your own GP, but you may just need to have a chat to your pharmacist about it as well. All right, Jason, thank Sorry. you. Thank you for the call. Um, so, Professor, it uh, it's going to be with us, as you say, for a while. But there's there's no indication how long before it becomes a, a seasonable seasonal thing. Is it something no. that decade? Well- well, it's really impossible to tell. We've had flu uh, as it, um, it's been with humanity for thousands of years. We know that is now seasonal, but I don't know how long it took. Um, so we really just can't say at the moment. Um, of course, it's much easier if it becomes seasonal or when it becomes seasonal because it'll be like having a flu vaccine. Um, but at the moment, we are having these more frequent waves. And yeah, it, it, the good thing about a wave is whilst it does go up, it will come down again. Um, and so we just need to get through this period of time. But the main message I'd love to get out to people is if you're in the um, older age group or if you've got chronic health problems, please go and have a booster if you haven't had COVID or a vaccine dose in the last six months. All right. Um, Professor Nicholas Burry, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.